Who knows what Jay-Z, J.K. Rowling, Bill Gates and Oprah Winfrey all have in common? Okay, I will tell you then. They have all overcome failure in one shape or form to go on to gain success in their respective careers. Welcome to My Perfect Failure. Join us as we delve into the world of our perfect failures. We will interview, explore, and discuss how our perfect failures can lead us to success. Join us and tune in. Welcome to another episode of My Perfect Failure. Today, we have another amazing guest. So today's guest, she had a gastric bypass surgery seven and a half years ago, losing 100 pounds. And she has kept the majority of the weight off to this day. Today, she does modeling part-time. She's also in the process of earning her American bariatric counseling certificate so she can become a weight loss coach. She wants to become a... ...role model for women who struggle with weight issues and body positivity. She also has several cognitive disabilities. She has a huge advocate and supporter of the disability community. She struggled in school severely and almost dropped out of her senior year. But after she had weight loss surgery, she raised her GPA and got into James Madison University, graduating on the Dean's List. Currently earning her Master's of Public Administration degree, whilst just finishing two separate internships on Capitol Hill. It is her goal and aspiration to help see the disability community thrive. So a very, very, very warm welcome to my perfect failure, Taylor Regano. How are you, Taylor? I'm good. How are you? I'm wonderful. Thank you. So, Taylor, you've been on an epic journey. Yeah. Yeah, yes, you could say that. Yeah. And um, I know that you featured on numerous publications, not just in the US, but sort of globally I've actually been on some of the British publications as well so um pick me up magazine yeah I'll be in a week from now or so I'll be featuring one of those uh, magazines and also uh there was another like the Metro UK also was yeah. Metro. You said yeah, Metro Metro. yeah, okay. yeah. I, know, I know the Metro so the Metro I used to work in that building okay so great building yeah. in, in in, in uh, Kensington in, in West London. So I used to work in that building. So, um, so yeah, so I know the Metro very, very well. So, so yeah, so I mentioned you've been on an epic journey. So, and you've inspired many people globally. So, so maybe you can give us a little bit of background to sort of how you, your sort of journey sort of started in relation to weight and so forth. Well, sir, if I start from the beginning, so, um, I have several uh, learning disabilities, which made school extremely hard. And um, I was put in small classes. I was bullied and just had trouble fitting in. So my senior year, I almost dropped out. And that just kind of led me to be um, kind of discouraged, not really taking college seriously once I graduated and um, just unmotivated. And Around 21, I put on 100 pounds, and then I did the Atkins diet, and I lost 50 pounds. But then I put gained it all back, and I developed hypothyroid disorder, which made it extremely, if not impossible, to lose weight on my own. I tried, and um, I end up 
my health with the extra weight was in jeopardy. I noticed I was starting to get tingling in my hands and feet and I got my, um, blood checked and I was pre-diabetic if, and, um, if I didn't do something about it, um, soon I would be diabetic. And that was kind of a huge wake up call for me. And let alone, I was having to get cortisone shots in my feet because the extra weight made it very hard for me to walk long periods of times. So I have horrible feet pain. So I was just like kind of fed up and I decided to do weight loss surgery. And, um, and it was the best decision. I had to do a lot to prepare for it and go to classes, get approved by my dietitian, a counselor, all, all of these things. It wasn't just as easy as, oh, I just want to get surgery. So there were a lot of prerequisites that surgeon needs you go through in order to get the surgery done. But um, yeah, so the weight started coming off pretty rapidly within a year and a half, I got lost a hundred pounds and I just started taking my, I, I started feeling really good about myself and I um, started taking school more seriously, raised my GPA, uh, gone to apply to four universities, gone into all of them. And then went to JMU, graduated Dean's List and uh, now at Virginia Tech earning my master's and uh, you know, um, like you said, I've worked two internships on Capitol Hill, um, working for congressmen and congresswomen. And um, I do modeling on the side for ex- just for side job and for fun. Okay, well, so to say that it's transformed your life is an understatement. Oh, yeah. Thank you. And I also recently, um, I'm trying to pursue running, doing marathons, um, like yeah, starting off 5K, 10K. And it's called a beery athlete. So I just learned the term, but basically it's people who have bariatric surgery who become athletes. Um, so that's what it's a new goal of mine to accomplish. Okay. So w- what event is that? So it's a running event. How far would that be? Um, it'd probably be like 5k will probably be sometime this summer. Then I do, you know, uh, 10k. Is that what 10k? And- yeah. Um, then a half. So a 10 K is in September in DC. It's the cherry blossom festival uh, yeah. run. So that's next. And then I'll have to probably sometime in the fall, later in the fall run half, or I might wait to the spring, but the goal being like doing a full marathon within like a year and a half, two years, but oh, that's I have to do a lot of training. Yeah. That's amazing. It must be incredible just to think about doing these things. They're running a 10K, running a 5K, planning to run a marathon from where you came from, sort of pre, pre-surgery. pre Did you ever think sort of before you had the surgery that you could even contemplate thinking about doing a marathon? Oh, yeah. No, at one point, there's no, there was no way. Like, um, I mean, the fact that I had what issues just walking, like... Yeah to think that I could run miles without yeah. having, like, I don't get like pain in my feet anymore. I don't see yeah. a podiatrist. And so to imagine like running and being on your feet for miles and miles, like um, I even like when I went, I traveled Europe um, two summers ago and I went to like 14 countries and I would walk like 10 miles a day. And wow. I was sh- <laughs> yeah. That's incredible. Yeah, so um, maybe not 10 miles every day, but some days were 10 miles, but at mm-hmm. least minimum five miles, five, 10 miles a day. And 
like I've never really got winded from it or got sore. And I think that was kind of like a big deal for me, like realizing like I couldn't have done this um, several years ago. Yeah. So I've never, so, so walking 10 miles a day, that's, that's quite a feat because that's tiring just walking and exploring and just maintaining that. So that's incredible. Did you come to uh, England? I did. Yeah. I loved it. London. Okay. London. You got to see all the sites. I did. I I saw Stonehenge. Okay. Stonehenge uh, as well. Yeah, I liked that a lot. Um, I got high tea. Really? And, um, we did a bus tour. And um, yeah, I really enjoyed it. I want to go back. Okay. Uh, definitely for sure. You probably recognize some of these buildings behind me. I do. At the time when I went, though, um, Big Ben was under construction. So I okay, think to gotcha. okay. see it as, it, you know, it usually is. But um yeah, I, I definitely like want to come back and okay. let me do the Harry Potter tour. Come back <laughs> yeah, we can, meet, we can meet for afternoon tea or something. Yeah, that'd be great. As long as you're not, as long as you don't want to go to ten mile walk, I'm all in. Yeah, <laughs> I'll say that for another. Ten mile walk. <laughs> we'll have to. T- I'll be waiting for you in a in a nice. Uh, you know, we go for some nice tea when you finish the walk. I'll, I'll be just there, just waiting. So, so just in terms of. You know, how, how has it made you feel, the transformation, just in relation to confidence and communicating with people and being able to go to maybe parties and, and you know, that sort of thing? How has it impacted you in that level? Um, Just, like, confidence overall, you're yeah. asking? Um, I mean, just I feel good in my skin, you know, comfortable um, and just feel overall healthy. So I guess it's and it's not just the weight like accomplishing all these goals and mm. like setting goals accomplishing them just gives you a sense of confidence yeah and so i just feel more have more higher self-esteem mm. and i'm more assertive and i am not as shy as i once was i used to be extremely extremely mm. shy and now i um i would no one would describe me as a shy person maybe yeah. in a situation where there's a ton of people i'm a little hesitant at first but um yeah it's just it's a lot of factors that went into gaining the confidence i have now not just weight loss but it was just it's multiple things and yeah. um yeah that sounds great and and what i've got from sort of the wonderful journey that you've been on the weight loss has triggered so many other amazing things as well yeah absolutely um it just was kind of the momentum I needed mm. to get my life in check and um, start. I don't know. It was just the once I physically started feeling good about myself, then it mentally I started like feeling better and wanting to pursue and like conquer more in my personal life. And um, so it's definitely been a, a long journey, but um I'm happy where I am now. So okay, okay. And um, what's your sort of relationship now with the food and whatnot? Has that evolved? What does that look like today? Um. So I feel I um have a good relationship with food. You know, mm. I try not to eat high glycemic foods like sugar and white carbs. 
um, eat a lot of fruits, vegetables, and meats. Mm. Um, I do keto diet here and there when I notice I put on a couple of pounds. Um, it's a good way to just go back. Um, to, I don't do it as lifelong, but um, just here and there. And um, yeah, I don't, you know, binge eat or eat for comfort. Um, you know, I eat to live. I don't live to eat anymore. It sounds like you have the diet that I should have. Yeah. So, so maybe you can, well, you, I was going to say, maybe you you can give me some tips, but you actually just have given me some tips. So thank you. Yeah, no problem. I, I know that you, you're very close to, to supporting other people, whether it be in terms of weight or in terms of di- disabilities and that sort of thing. What is, is that important to you that you, because you've navigated the, jur- the journey, is it important that you can help other people now? Oh, absolutely. That's why I'm getting uh, my weight loss, mm. the American Bariatric Counseling Certificate, so I can provide weight loss surgery coaching services because um, I want to, like, just sharing my experience, I don't think is enough or fair to, yeah. like, be a coach. Like, that's why um, I'm getting this certification where I'm not, I'm learning about the science of obesity and the science behind weight loss surgery procedure um learning like eating nutrition mm. habits and um i mean the certification like people with doctors and um dietitians they all get this certification so it's pretty legit um so um yeah so i definitely i want to help others but i want to make sure that i know as much as possible yeah. before i start providing any coaching mm. services or anything like that yeah. no that, that totally makes sense so there are lots of people around the world that suffer with different sort of, we've all got around different challenges and, and so forth, but for people that can identify with what you've, you've gone through and you've, you know, you've, you've overcome significant challenges, multiple challenges. In fact, what's your advice for people that maybe listening to this or watching this and thinking, you know, I don't know where to turn. What's your advice? Um, my advice would be to like set down some smart goals um, and I forget what everything stands for, but like make short and learn long-term goals on what you want to do and have a plan on doing it and just go forth and do it. Don't make excuses. Okay. Um, I think the worst thing people can do is, uh, feel sorry for themselves. And I was under that mentality for so long and that really got me nowhere. And, um, so I think being, um, proactive and just doing something like and working hard yeah. um, pays off. There's really no shortcut. Hard work pays off. And um, that's the key to success, in my opinion. Okay, that's great advice. What did you use as a trigger enabled you not to continue feeling sorry for yourself? Was there a trigger that you used or sort of a method that you used for that? Um. Well, I just like kind of like was noticing that not only was I feeling sorry for myself, but did I, I started questioning, like, do I really want others to pity me? And, um, you know, I was kind of just tired of not really doing anything really proactive or anything like my parents could really brag about, you yeah. know? And um, so I was just like, no, I want to do something that will make my parents proud and myself proud. and. Um, so I just kind of 
she decided to start thinking more positive and proactive and be proactive. And, um, and so, yeah, that really just changed my uh, way of thinking once I realized that um, uh, I just wanted to leave a more positive lifestyle. Yeah. And just, I was just thinking actually, just a conversation I had with somebody recently just about they're into sports and whatnot. And what he said for him, when he, when he has a challenge, he does, he breaks down the goal. So it's not like a big goal. He sort of breaks it down into miniature steps. So it becomes manageable for him. Would you recommend that people do that? So say if they want, if they've got, say if they want to lose, I don't know, 10 stone or, or whatever it is that they don't focus maybe on the 10, they focus on maybe sort of, you know, a few pounds and, and then you just break it down gradually. Oh yeah, definitely. I believe in like having benchmarks, mm. um, small little goals and check them off every, if you're trying to lose, I don't know what 10 stones is equivalent to in pounds, but yeah. um, if you're trying to lose like 10 pounds or whatever, um, you know, just your first goal should be like, I want to lose, you know, two pounds within mm. like what, two weeks. And if yeah. you hit that benchmark, then that should, that's a goal mm. and you should celebrate that. It may not be the long-term goal, but it's a series of mini short goals that and benchmarks that, are just as important and should be celebrated. Um, so it's important. It's really important mm. to actually take the time once you accomplish those goals to really be proud of yourself and appreciate how far you've come. Because um, you know those are things to be celebrated and that um, you know deserve um, you know your attention to what you've done. No, no, no. I, I totally agree. And do you do, I know that you've been in lots of press, rightly so, because, you know, what your achievement is, is, you know, is fantastic. But do you do any group sessions where you're talking to people that are trying to navigate the process? So I think you'd be valuable doing that. I think lots of people would benefit from you maybe doing a workshop or maybe sort of a keynote talk on it. Um, like to like do a group, yeah, like, or, yeah, for people on weight loss yeah. surgery, or just sort of your journey, just to give people that inspiration to know that they can sort of, you know, have similar results to you. Oh uh, no, I haven't yet. Uh, I that's a goal of mine. I would love to one day, um, to be able to talk to a group of people or have a sort of um. Uh, conference or a seminar um but as of now no, i've n- i haven't done anything like that yet okay so in the future yeah absolutely it's i guess for you it's trying to cram everything in because you've got so much going on at the moment so i guess you have to do one thing at a time yeah and it's kind of new territory for me i mean there are people who've had the surgery who have um, been able to express their story um but you know it's i'm really like proud how well the weight loss surgery community is evolving when there's so many online uh support groups through instagram and facebook yeah, yeah. 
Um, and like when I had the surgery, like seven and a half years ago, there wasn't really any of that. Yeah. And I didn't really know anyone, mm, especially okay. my age. Like I didn't really know anyone that's ever had surgery. Like I was 23 when I had it done. So, um, it's, I, I really hope that it continues like hopefully to be mainstream and that the stigma and, um, horrible biases of getting weight loss surgery will, decreased because it, it honestly is not the easy way out it, it's actually a really hard process and maintaining is mm. actually probably the hardest part is keeping weight off years after surgery um and also you know it's just there's a lot of it, it's just something that i hope that society starts to accept more and just um shed more of a positive light on weight loss surgery yeah that's why people like you that are public about it and candid is important because people don't some people just don't understand so when i hear people like you it just takes away any sort of mystique and it people understand actually this is an incredibly difficult thing to do and you know we need more people to know that actually is available to them thank you okay so so on your masters when do you finish your masters um so the spring next year okay so spring spring 2022 okay okay fabulous okay so we're getting towards the end now so for all the listeners and people that are viewing how can they how can they get hold of you if they want to collaborate with you if they want to read some of your stuff if they want to get more familiarized with your journey what's the best way for them to do that yeah, so I have an Instagram called Tay underscore transformation. And I also have a website called TayTayTransformation.com. Um, and my email is listed on my Instagram account. Um, yeah, I hit up. I would love like if anyone can follow or message me if they need anything. I am more than happy to answer any questions people may have. Okay. Okay, fabulous. And that information I'll just put on the show notes so it makes it easy for people to to uh, contact you. And my last question is, if Taylor was going to invite three inspirational people for dinner or lunch, who would they be? Who would you go, who would you go for? So I go with Margaret Thatcher. Oh, really? Princess Diana. Yeah. Really? Is, that because, <laughs> is that because I'm in England and I've got Big Ben in the background? Yeah, I think so. She's... Wow, she was just a force to be reckoned with. And as someone what, who wants to go what? into politics, like, like, yeah, she's someone I really yeah. respect. And um, the third person would be um, Condoleezza Rice. Okay, well, so, it's, a, it's an all-female car. Yeah. <laughs> okay, fantastic. And, all, and obviously there's a political theme there. Just um, in relation to that, obviously you work in Capitol Hill. You've done lots of work there. Is that something, is, politi- is politics something that is close to your heart that you would want to have some involvement in the future? Still? Yeah, I definitely, absolutely. I want to have my future career. I would like to work in federal government, um, either on Capitol Hill um, or working for like the Department of Education or the Department of Labor. Um, and uh, yeah, I definitely want to, to one day be a um, federal government employee. So okay, fabulous. So if I come to Capitol Hill one day, maybe you can take me around um, 
your Senate and whatnot, and I can see the fabulous, fabulous buildings. Yeah, I, hopefully they'll offer tours by then again. Fingers yeah, crossed. Yeah. The same when you come to London. When we get yeah. when you've done your ten mile walk, and I, I'll, I'll have the coffees and teas ready for you. Okay. 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 Taylor, it's been amazing. Thank you for giving up some of your time today. I know it's a busy day for you today, so very much appreciated. And good luck on the rest of your amazing journey. Oh, thank Thanks you so much. Thank you. Sorry? Thank you so much for having me. It's been a pleasure. No, what I, no thank you. It's, it's, no, I love reading about your journey and to speak to you today and to get more insights into it. I just think it's uh, fantastic what you've done, your achievement, and clearly you're going to go on to do many 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 more amazing things so thank you so much absolutely my pleasure you're welcome and thank you everybody for tuning in to my perfect failure you can find me at www.myperfectfailure.com and please look out for the next episode of my perfect failure take care for now bye thanks for listening to my perfect failure podcast be sure to visit www.myperfectfailure.com to join the conversation Subscribe to our podcast on iTunes or Google Play. Look out for our next episode.